0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Eyes on Big Podcast, your go-to Big Ten football podcast. I am your co-host, Jeffrey the Greek, still joined, as always, by... This is Big Kurt here. Still Big Kurt? Still Big Kurt. Still BK. Not COVID Kurt. Nothing like that. No. BK. Good, good. Good. Uh, we thank you very much for uh, joining us. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Jeffrey the Greek at Jeffrey the Greek at B1GKURT. Nothing's changed there nope. either. Um, of course, Although we've find- had a, we've had a bit of a pause in podcasting. A little bit, a little bit. Um, there was some certain uh, you know um, axioms we had when we got this thing going. Um, Anti-SEC, talk about all sure. 14 Big Ten teams. One of the things, one of the, you know, mantras, if you will, whatever, is to just keep hitting record. You know, that was our goal. Yeah. Like, Keep it coming. Keep it coming. and At least
1: one episode a week. Right. You know, so off-season I, I, it, maybe every couple of weeks. But, right. But keep recording. Keep yeah. recording.
0: And I think we, you know, to pat ourselves on the back, did a pretty darn good job for a long time there. We had a good run, man. It was a two-year run, almost to the day. I know. And then we got hit with the... My Corona. Damn, Corona. And that's... that's So, we are sitting across the table from each other. Doesn't bother me. You seem to be doing okay
1: over there. You didn't have to cover your mouth, I'll be honest with you. I really don't care. You know... Speaking of My Maestrona, early in the COVID thing, I tried to find a My Maestrona GIF, and there wasn't one. Yeah, it's shocking. There's got to be one by yeah. now. I mean, it's been going through my head nonstop. It's the first thing I thought of. Yeah,
0: yeah. Another thing that's been going through my head is the, the TP by the TP, which is, of course, the toilet paper hoarding by... The terrible people that are in our society I tell you what. still does not never. I, I know we're like kind of past that now. Never did make sense to me.
1: No, it never made sense. And I guarantee that there is a special place in hell for those people. I hope that, so. That hoarded paper products. It's the same people I think that don't return their shopping cart.
0: Not that that's necessarily connected to show, to COVID, but you, I don't know. I've seen that on Twitter a lot the last couple of days for whatever reason. But. Well,
1: I'll buy that. I return my shopping cart every
0: time. I, I would my say shopping every cart. I would say since I've been an adult, you know, like post college. I
1: think even in college I return my shopping cart.
0: I don't remember much about college and before yeah, something, right. so I can't I can't speak confidently on that. Pretty but, cloudy for me too, but Um but yeah, uh, the wife went to Costco before everything went down to get TP. Still we're still rocking it, you know. And then there's four of us in this house.
1: Luckily it's just one person at home. But I, I was getting it was getting dangerously low for a while there. Yeah. Yeah. And I finally, after several weeks, was able to find a four pack of toilet paper. The
0: other thing that's annoying is um, we are saying the word unprecedented a unprecedented amount of times. I'm 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 tired
1: of that. You're tired of the word no more unprecedented. Yeah. Okay I, I want things to be precedented before, if that's well, how I, that works. I mean, this is somewhat precedented. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Spanish flu in 1918. as the go. precedent. Yeah. Which was almost 100 SARS, years ago. Yeah. You know, SARS, uh, um, MERS, somewhat. There's, there's I There's mean, things the, like... Small doses. There's things like this that have happened before. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. You might so, not know that. So I myself, because we are closed down here in Minnesota, am spending a lot of energy leaving our state to live like a normal human being. Yep. I went to Wisconsin yesterday to have lunch. I think lunch. that... I mean, not only did you take a flight to Oklahoma. I flew to Oklahoma for a weekend, which was amazing. Oklahoma City was great.
0: Yeah. I had a blast. My cousin, who was from Oklahoma, he would always say, you'd ask him where he's from, he'd say, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Nice. Every time. Every time. Okay. Like, hey, Jesse,
1: where are you from? Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. <laughs> I don't know, every time well, it's, I it's a good place. Mean, yeah, yeah. I've I'd, heard I'd recommend it. So I had a couple nice dinners, a lot of great drinking spots, some nice. good local beer, yeah. great food. The people were amazing there. Really nice, clean city. A lot of homeless people. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. A lot I wouldn't, of homeless. Would, all right. I wouldn't expect that. Other than that, just a, a great little town. And
0: I just buzzed over to to Hudson to go, to Actually, go get some-
1: Actually, further than Hudson, I went into Hammond, which is about- From my house, it's probably eh, 45, 50-minute drive. Yeah. I just sat at this little bar, had a couple beers, had, had, a, had lunch, and yeah, went it's home. What, it's what people do. That's what normal people do, and I think I'm going to go to North Dakota this week.
0: Fargo's a little bit further away, so that's
1: that's more of a commitment. Yeah, but it'll it'll be for work. Yeah. I'll go there and see customers. Yeah, because they're they're acting like normal people in North Dakota. So, Correct. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm going to fit in really well. <laughs> I, I I I think you'll be
0: successful. Yeah, that would be my. Um, couple housekeeping items, real quick. I don't mean to. Oh, go for dance it. Dance on your turf yeah. there. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Um, speaking of turf, I did a lot of landscaping. That's what I've been up to. You you saw. I saw it, you man. You saw the fruits. I, of I'm library. impressed
1: with the, the retaining wall. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Very
0: you. Good. Um, shout out to Justin and the Husker Football Fan Podcast. Both Big Kurt and I were invited on. We recorded a monster pod. Um, yeah, it was like an hour 46
1: or something like <laughs> and that.
0: <laughs> and uh, Justin, don't take this the wrong way, but uh, Kurt and I were both tired. And we were like kind of like... Getting ourselves amped up to record that night, yep. and 15 minutes into recording, I was juiced, and we had so much fun doing Oh, I was that.
1: juiced, I would say 15 seconds into yeah, recording. nice. I yeah. had a blast. It yeah, was th- awesome. Thanks so. to Justin for that.
0: Um, did you see, too, that he did like a quote tweet yeah. of me talking on
1: the podcast? Yes. That freaked me out. Well, you, you had to bring that up, didn't you? Why? Well, as, as producer, I'm a little bit jealous that he <laughs> was able to do that. <laughs> He did raise the bar there on you a little bit, didn't he? I've been DMing. With he kind of about- he kind of dunked on you. A he little did. Bit there. He, he
0: absolutely did. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Um, and another shout out to the Go Big Red cast. Uh, yep. Our our mutual friend Honky had me on. We talked a little bit more specific Iowa and Nebraska stuff on that. So that's why I went on that um, uh, by myself. But uh, yeah, so let's two Nebraska podcasts back to back. We are open to going on other podcasts of other teams. In the Big Ten, so just throwing that
1: invite out there for any people that are interested. Yep. Yeah. All right, a little more more, uh, more. housekeeping here? Let's go for it. Okay, we got some transfer news. These are a couple big ones here. Nebraska quarterback Noah Vidral transfers to the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, so big pickup for Shiano there. Uh, Noah was originally recruited by Scott Frost to Central Florida and then re Recruited to Nebraska. Recruited to Nebraska. He's from Wahoo, Nebraska. Wahoo! When I was researching, I looked at Wahoo, Nebraska. Yeah. You know who else is famous from Wahoo, Nebraska? I do not. Are know. you are you a, a baseball historian at all? I I mean a little bit, yeah. Wahoo, Sam Crawford. Have you heard of him? I have not. Played for the Detroit Tigers early twentieth uh, century, like nineteen oh five ish to nineteen twenty, maybe. Okay, Hall of Famer. All right. Wahoo I did Sam. a I did a paper in middle school on
0: Bob Feller. Oh,
1: Rapid Robert. He yeah, he's
0: from he's from Iowa, so that's why. Oh, he's from Iowa. Yeah, we're in Iowa. I don't remember. Oh, man. It's, like, it's like west of Des Moines. Okay. Or maybe that's where John Wayne's from. I, I'll have to look that up afterwards. They well, might both be from there.
1: I thought John Wayne was further north of De- Des Moines. I don't yeah. know. Something like that. Yeah. Whatever. You would think I would know. But, um, but immediately eligible, no one. Yeah. Um, so, in so, two I, years. so
0: I, I got to give a shout out to Jim to in Minnesota, the. the he called it. He did call it. He to called Vidral two, two Rutgers. Really? Huh. Yeah. So I was busting his balls a little bit on the other podcast. So I want to give, I want to give him some props for that. Um, you got to give Shiano some credit. Oh my man.
1: gosh. He's just doing a great job right now.
0: I, I really honestly am. I think I'm to the shocked level of how good he's doing. Is yeah. That it? I, I mean,
1: it's, it's definitely getting there for me. Like it, mean,
0: it's it, one of those deals where, you know, like, you hear um, coaches say, well, you you can't ever recruit to such and such place because, right. you know, whatever. Uh, and then something like Shiano happens. And, look and there's what just
1: you. an immediate noticeable increase in, in how well things are going.
0: Yeah. You know? I mean, and, and, and an immediate good feels towards yeah. the program. Like, you know, I'm going off of just a few podcasts I've listened to, a few click-throughs that I've had. Like, people are honestly talking about – Rutgers in, in a positive more way, which positive is great. terms. I, I love it, and they deserve it. They, they deserve it, and the fans do, anyways.
1: I mean, he's recruiting prep players better than than Ash ever did. He's getting these transfers. Boy, speaking to come of dunking in. on
0: somebody, huh? What's that? Who's who's had the firmer dunk on? Uh, um, Shiano to Ash, or um, uh, Bolt Boy to Jerry Kill? Boy, as in I've come in and and done a much better job. Than my previous person did. I mean,
1: it's too early to say on Shiano. So ha- you'd have to go with with PJ. PJ on yeah. that one. But um, but I thought Ash,
0: honestly, at the time, was a pretty good hire. Yeah. In retrospect, like I don't know, he just, just wasn't
1: a fit. I guess. No, he just was not getting it done. But um, their quarterback room is actually looking solid. Somewhat. I mean, you, you got Artur Sikowski, you've got uh, Johnny Lang, and I got a uh, withdrawal immediately eligible. They have another transfer from Baylor. I think his name is Peyton Powell, I believe. And so and what that does is it makes a competition. Yeah. Which helps. So we may see a serviceable passing game this year. For from the Scarlet Knights, which is in all honesty, see, if
0: you go last year, two years, I would say and you everything was the same, but you just had better quarterback play. Yeah. There might be a couple more wins in there. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we're
1: going to see a better product, a noticeably better product immediately. It it could –
0: it might not be – I mean, first of all, they could double their win total and be at two. So that's – I'm just saying, in my mind already, I mean, we'll go into deep dives and stuff like that. I'm picturing a much more aesthetically pleasing-looking team. Yeah. Maybe not like a gigantic jump in the win totals. I I think it will be much less
1: painful to watch. Yes, I think so. Okay, so moving on. Alabama quarterback – to Aaliyah, Tungavailoa, I Tungavailoa transfers to Maryland. Locks doing locks things. Yeah. Again, this guy is a former he, he's a Tagaviola
0: speaker. Like they the Tagviolas love them some locks, man. Yeah.
1: Because he recruited them to Alabama, if correct. I'm correct. Yeah. Tua. yeah. Um, so <laughs> you know, n- not a big surprise. This is what locks does, but I'm just I- I'm trying to project a couple years down the road what was this gonna look like.
0: Okay, so not 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 that big a surprise because that's what Locks does. I agree with that, but I was surprised when I saw this
1: headline go through. Tomorrow. Oh yeah, okay. me too. Yeah, no, but this guy's a former composite four star. Now he's not immediately eligible, so he has two years left to play, sitting out this year. But like, let's fast forward to twenty twenty one. What's the Maryland offense going to look like? The Locks led offense with a perfectly capable, highly rated quarterback leading it. Um, I. It it should look better, but I,
0: I have to say my confidence level that it will be is not high.
1: I agree with you. Okay. All right. So let's move on. <laughs>
0: and just kind of my overall confidence level and tackling and scheme and lining up correctly and things like that.
1: You remember, uh, did you ever see the movie Wildcats? No, I have not. You never saw that? It's
0: like one of those movies that it just got to the point where I'm like, yeah, I'm not watching it anymore.
1: Hmm.
0: Interesting. It, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but like. I don't like football movies in general.
1: Yeah, but there there are a lot of bad football movies, but there's a handful of good ones. Okay, and that's Woody Harrelson is the quarterback. He gets actually benched, but he basically has this kind of confidence problem. Like he basically said, and this one quote in the movie: "You see, Coach, I can throw well and I can run well. I just can't run and throw well." (laughs) (laughs) So it's like he's good, but he can't put it all together. So and this is young Woody. Yeah, young Woody Harrelson. Like like.
0: Time of cheers, Woody, time I frame, you think, think? Or even Maybe pre? before
1: that. Oh, really? Wow. I mean, it's a high school team. They're supposed to be a high okay, school team. Okay. Young, young Woody Harrelson. But I don't but know. But Woody Harrelson
0: kinda... probably looked like he was 17 when he was, you know, 24. True. That's how actors do it,
1: you know? But anyway, that's that's what I think of when I think of the locks offense. That's you know? a fair. That's yeah, a you fair, just can't fair, kind of fair, put scene. it all together. Yeah. yeah. All right. So moving on. Name, image, likeness. Mm. So, on Tuesday... Uh, NIL. NIL. That's that's how the cool people yeah, say Yeah, we, we can't say name. We're, we got to strike that. Yep. Just, like, unprecedented. <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> NIL. Tuesday, April 28th, the NCAA Board of Governors. Can you imagine partying with those guys? Got to be, hmm, Buffy, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> So, voted in favor of student-athletes being compensated for NIL. Yeah. So, how could they be paid third-party endorsements, pr- promoting a product or service on TV, radio, etc.? Social media influencing, which is something I hadn't really thought of. It's a thing. They're going to make a lot of money it's on that. That's probably the number one thing, isn't it?
0: I, I'll be honest with you. Like when somebody brought it up on, I can't remember where I heard whatever about the the you know social aspect of it like that. I was like, oh wow, I'm old. I didn't even think about yeah, that originally. Um, but you can't use your team right or conference logo or anything like yeah. that it's just it's just you you're just
1: you know Jeffrey the Greek that's that's who you yep. are you are your own entity not Heisman candidate five star quarterback Jeffrey the Greek just you, Jeffrey the Greek no I, you well, would okay, be able to do that you could do Heisman but, yeah, yeah. but not from Alabama Heisman quarterback no camp. correct yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah um one thing i'd like to point out too along with the you know the this aspect of it is the aesthetically pleasing athletes will probably do better. That's a good point. I, 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 I. When you have a spokesperson in the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, do they typically roll out the trolls to to, nope. to 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 be the spot? Like, I mean, maybe this is a separate thing we talk about, but one of the things we've been able to um, delve into during the these COVID times is, of course, the Michael Jordan documentary on ESPN, which has been been fantastic, incredible. Shout out to Dustin Shooty, who refuses to watch any of them Uh, just because he's a Pacer fan. It's so hilarious how much much. much
1: overt just jealousy he has. And it's just out of spite that he's not watching it. And it's fantastic. (laughs) And I I salute you, Dustin, for
0: not watching it. But my point I was going to try to make is not only was Michael Jordan like the right man at the right time for talent and everything. I mean, I'm just going to say it. He's a good looking dude. He's a good looking dude. Yeah. it, It definitely helped him out. So, like, All of these things are going to combine together to make certain athletes more marketable. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing I would say is I've come around on one thing that I think I believe we talked about in the podcast one time. We definitely talked about it in some capacity is that I don't think there's going to be hardly anybody that is going to be a national draw.
1: No, there's going to be very few. I mean, like if you look at last year, Joe Burrow, uh, Trevor Lawrence, but Joe Burrow
0: is a perfect example. I don't think he would have gotten national attention to like seven, eight games into that's the good season. Point. Like he, that's nobody a really knew Joe Burrow was like you know one year ago.
1: And then also like so everybody
0: like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Like I, I figured we talk about this. Let me ask you this: like yeah. obviously, me and you know Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, everyone that's listening to this podcast knows. But general human beings walking amongst. You know, the, the, if you just the population of the United okay. States. How many of them know who Justin Fields and and A third? Lawrence is? A third? Yeah. Okay, I think that's high. You think that's too high? So, you know, yeah, th- that's high. My And what I'm going off of is the just amazement that so many NFL fans have when they put on the tape of somebody from college that is like during the NFL draft. Yeah. And it's like, look at this guy! Wow, he's good. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah. We, and we knew already J.K. Dobbins yeah. was good. He's been, you know, like they 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 it's they're discovering him for the first time. So I would point to that and say, I don't
1: think there's going to be a gigantic draw for nationally. That. No. And let's take Joe Burrow for instance. Who who midseason is going to take the risk of giving him millions of dollars to be their spokesperson, and then next week he gets hurt? That's a good point. And, know, and it's hard and to, me, you, I guess, establish a brand over a long time in college because you're only. That's there what for I'm saying years.
0: for your, and you're only probably really good and relevant for two years. Yeah, because if you're that good, you go then you pro, go. Yep. and obviously it takes a you know time to develop. Uh, millions of dollars seems high to me, like really high. I, I don't know if you are facetiously throwing that out or
1: you're. Well, I think someone like a Joe Burrow. Let's say Joe Burrow was coming back this year, or let's say Trevor Lawrence. I think he could make millions. Of okay, because
0: at that point you are talking about a national, like, there's no there's no car dealership local no restaurant company no, when I that's going to get an ROI on well, a college athlete for a million dollars. When I say
1: car, I mean Ford Motor Company. I don't okay. mean, like, Johnson Ford dealer on okay. Spritzer Road, okay. whatever. So
0: that's the stuff that's interesting to me. Um, now, the, again, I, we, I know we've talked about this before, but just the, Insane amount of simplicity that comes from people's mouths when they talk about this. Like,
1: oh, it's no big deal. Well, I'll give you one. I, I heard this all the time early on, and then it kind of went away. A lot of media members just saying, oh, this is only going to affect like three people. But what? <laughs> I know. What are you talking about? That is, that is insane. Yeah. Insane to me. I mean, th- in every single market, there are going to be kids that are getting paid, and re- reimbursed, that are going to be doing you know, doing ads like everywhere. The the one that I keep
0: hearing is like, do you really think the left guard is going to be worth $250,000? I'm like, no, No, but there's like 21 other starters on the team. Right. Uh, The star middle linebacker, the really high, really rated defensive end, running back, wide receiver, quarterback. That's five or six guys on a football team that could collectively make, you know, make some money off themselves. So, Again, this the governance of this, because it sounds like from what I'm hearing, the NCA is basically just putting it on the universities and they're just saying you're going to you're going to monitor this Boy, and good time to be doing that right now yeah. as
1: budgets are getting slashed everywhere in there, which is more of a good luck with that. So one of the restrictions is you can hire an agent, but he can't he or she cannot help you with your pro athletic aspirations. How, are how, do, you, ever, how do you make that line? of And the other one before? is how are you ever going to keep it out of the away from the recruits like. There's going to be someone promising to recruit if he comes to Ohio State that he's going to give him a you know a contract to 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 advertise right. for him to right. be a spokesperson and that
0: and and how this just gets glossed over or not even brought up at all truly is mind boggling to me and you and I would yep. like to think our very intelligent eyes on big listeners because our listeners are very intelligent and they would have to know that there are going to be extreme little sub. You know, uh, people, creature people that, that are going to reach up and, and they're going to get these people yeah. money. And it's and not so much on their time on campus, to be honest with you. It's getting them onto campus
1: right. is where the part that's going to be the craziest. So thing. that's I always feel like in general, the rich get richer. So that's my fear is that it's just going to drive even more of the talent to fewer teams. Now, I've heard. Pretty valid arguments. The other direction. Well, there's only so many advertising opportunities. So then those players will actually trickle down to the the lesser. I think that's team. possible. I think that's possible too. But you already have that now with like playing time and exposure, where kids they don't it's care. They still just it's a good point. Still go to Alabama. They still go to Clemson. They still go to Ohio State and in Oklahoma. So I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm kind of keeping a wait and see approach here. I, yeah. I I'm not. Saying this is a horrible thing, yet, but I'm just curious what what's going to happen. I just feel like it's probably going to end up with the rich getting richer, and because that is essentially the default setting right now in yep. college football. Correct.
0: Um, another thing too, and uh, this you know it this ties into, I believe, all of the things that are going on right now. One of the reasons that I believe we will have a college football season and an NFL season. For we're that having matter. a football season. I Correct. I mean, you. I'm, I'm, there was a moment in time where I was, Oh, you know, I, I was, was puckered up. I called you. Was, I, to
1: I was really concerned. There was a moment in time. I was pretty sure we were not going to have, right. A football but
0: that season. was like back in March or April. it was really early. And I think I remember saying to you like, we're going to give this you did. a little bit more time here. Um, and it's just interesting because I think a ton of people are like, coming into this understanding like layman people that are like wait college football pays for all of this stuff yeah yes yes college football pays for all that there's no the money that comes from the gate is something don't get me wrong I mean these are you know 50 60 80 90 thousand seat stadiums that are getting filled up the tv money is is just way bigger off the charts and it trickles down and pays for seemingly every everything in these athletic departments
1: well yeah i mean there would and i see
0: a lot of people you know media people maybe one of the initials sm that are like making fun of these athletic departments because you know they 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 spend so much money that's what you do you spend money to make money so these athletic departments have to keep up with the other athletic departments they're competing in so you don't Take in twenty-eight million dollars from you know Fox, ESPN, the Big Ten Network, and only spend three million dollars of it. That's well, okay. not so, how this works, right?
1: So it's not a these athletic programs are not for profit, Mister SM. So yeah. whatever they bring in, they're going to spend because there's nothing else to do with it. Correct. You don't just put it somewhere and you know use it to sleep on or something. They spend it. You got to spend it. It goes to it
0: goes to coaches. I mean, and, oh by the way, how about all of the you know sub. Uh, Businesses, restaurants and every, I mean, all the people that get to make money off of these football programs. I hope, I hope those people matter too. So anyways, my point I'm trying to get to is with this understanding that's come through now, suddenly people are like, Ooh, these uh, athletes are worth a lot. (laughs) And it's just shocking to me, I'm, I'm being sarcastic right. right now, that suddenly the NIL got pushed through by the NCA and said, oh, yeah, we're going to get this going because they're just smart enough to know they were too dumb up to this point to try to keep this thing out. Like it's it's happening because otherwise there would be some form of unionization or yeah. something. It would have gotten uglier. Well,
1: they're they're based the, the NCAA gave in. They didn't want to do this, but they they had to give in at this point. So let's talk about these poor, exploited children for a moment, I okay. agree. Cause good, bring it. And back. by the way, they're not children; they're adults. So, for for anyone out there who's a casual observer trying to tell me that it's time they finally get paid, well, okay, let's let's go over what they actually get. Yes. I made a list. Sure. Of what? Go for it. The average FBS football player at a Big Ten conference gets tuition, no charge, right? Correct. Imagine if you're going to Northwestern. What is that worth? A lot of money. A lot of money. Books. Is that even still a thing, by the way? Do they even do I, I, books? I, 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 I don't That's know. How That's how old okay. we are. Uh, yeah. Our, I guess the, the Chromebook, got, right? Yeah. The Chromebook. You gotta got to buy a Chromebook, I, so you get that for free. Yep. Any fees. I remember paying fees of all kinds when I was in college. They don't pay any of those. Room and board, Yep. which includes all your food and, and includes you know, the electric, water, sewer, gas, you name it. You get all of that. Yeah. No charge. Well- Okay, keep going. There's, 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 well, you can stay in the dorm, right? Right. You could stay in the dorm, technically. Okay. Clothing, don't you get all kinds of athletic gear? Like anytime I saw a football player in college, they were wearing sweats from the team, you know, hoodie from the team, shoes, right? Yep. I mean, every underwear, socks. I I didn't get underwear, but. Okay. I think they might nowadays, though. (laughs) With all the Nike. Maybe, and, and they, maybe, maybe they do. There uh, there,
0: there, was, there was a there was like a rotation of like four jocks you got, but I wasn't exactly wearing that
1: outside the football complex okay. from what I remember. Tutors. You got tutors. You didn't yep. have to pay for them, right? Yep. I remember having a couple tutors in college yeah. you know, when I was struggling in classes. I, I paid for them. So I mentioned the training table, but all the food you can eat, which didn't used to be the thing, but now it's everything you can eat. Um, full cost of attendance. Remember that one when they weren't getting anything. So now let's give them cash, and they get cash now. Yep. But then everyone forgot about that. Yep. So oh wait, they you, you mean and here, they are getting paid? Are yes, you, are they you, are getting paid. Are you through your last year? No, okay. Um speed it up. Well, okay. Um okay, training for your chosen profession, whether it be the NFL or you don't make it the NFL, you're 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 one way or another, point. you a get point. a career. That's a really good point. And then all these facilities, all these Taj Mahals have yeah. been built. Yep. that's for them. Yep. They get that. Yep. The hundred dollar handshakes, which just they don't exist, but of course they do after the game. Great job. I never okay, that's the first one I never got. I never got
0: one of those myself, but that's probably because I was, you know, I, I practice football more than I played it.
1: OK, well, everything I just mentioned there, they weren't getting before they became a Big Ten football. Correct. player. So yep. their so, parents were paying for all this. Now yeah. they have to pay for none of it.
0: Yeah. And oh, by the way, there are uh, people that play football at the division two II and three levels that get hardly any of that or walk ons at FBS level that somehow F- stay functioning as humans yeah. even though they don't get it like I, I feel like i i can say this because i'm an ex one of those people yeah like i got almost all of that that right. stuff and you know what as much as my coaches yelled at me um to you know to to coach you up until they stopped yelling because they're just like I don't, I don't care about him anymore but sure <laughs> up to that point right I never once remember a coach putting a gun to my head and saying, if you don't come to practice, you're dead point I'm trying to make is you always had the option to just stop playing the sport, right? It is a free yes country society setup. If If you don't like the deal, like I don't believe we're, this isn't a good deal. Okay, well go find something different. And right. the thing you brought up, that's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Go find your sub league that trains you to get to the NFL. Better than college. Right. It does not exist. No. This like NFL the... Europe,
1: what are you talking about here? So I guess my my bigger point here is I'm just tired of people saying it's time we finally start paying the athletes. No, no, no. You If that's how you feel, say it's time we start paying them more than we're already paying them. That's a good point. It's yeah. a very good point.
0: So I'm just tired of that. You should be tired of it. And I've I've heard other ex-athletes say like The funny thing is it's like one of those deals where, because another thing that's frustrating with this is group licensing is not going to happen. And of course that's a big deal to me because it doesn't take us a step closer to getting NCA football 2021 back. And that's, that's how it's tied together. But I've heard Kirk Herbstreit talk about this and he's like, if you pulled the players in the, in division one football, and it was, are you okay having the football game back? Even though you don't get any money for sure. it, he goes. I guarantee you, one hundred percent of them would be like, "That's fine," because they just want the football game right
1: back, and they want to see themselves on that game. I was I was in nineteen ninety eight NCAA. Awesome. football. yeah, cool. I, we, I, we were, I, um, I didn't make the cut for that one. They, didn't. they kept yeah. me out. No. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was. a uh, I I wish I remember. I wasn't happy with my speed rating. I remember that. Much. Really, but but looking back, I'm like, yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah, that's probably fair. But the whole point is, could we at least? Ask the athletes, because if you give them the choice between this is your current setup, which is exactly how it is now, or it's all taken away from you, I bet you I know what they would decide. Yeah. which is keeping what they have. Right. But yeah, everybody, there's always got to be a victim, even when there isn't one. Correct. So by gosh, we are going to we are going to get these more money to these kids.
1: So the NC two A gave in on that one, but then two days later, Thursday, April 30th, Division One Board of Directors. And Presidential Forum, another group I think I want to party with someday, recommended against the student-athletes in football, men's basketball, women's basketball, and baseball, as well as hockey, being granted a one-time transfer exception because those are the only sports where you have to sit out. Every other sport, like essentially the non-revenue sports, you're allowed to transfer without penalty. So basically what they did here is they said, we're going to hold on to this one. We don't want to give in, so they punted.
0: And I think maybe that's trying to give a little bit of control back to the football coaches, what are, you know, all kinds of coaches, right. and just the universities
1: in general, programs in general, you think? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's just something they don't have to give up right now because they gave up something. It's like they're bargaining. Yeah. So that's going to eventually get passed, but I don't know. Yeah, there it is. But
0: long story short, if you are somebody, this is anybody, that just thinks they know exactly – how this is going to play out, you're BSing yourself. Correct. Nobody knows nah. how this is going to
1: play out. Yeah. All right. So um, another thing that happened in our little our little hiatus was that one of our favorite coaches, Mr. Khaki Pants, Jim Harbaugh, <laughs> up in, up yeah, in uh, Ann Arbor, yeah. wrote an open letter to the football community, or as I'm calling it, his mission statement. Yeah, it was mission statement. It was his mission yeah. statement. So it had essentially three tenets, student athletes able to declare... For the pros, after any football season, if they're drafted, they have to go. But if not, they can return. I've never understood why you couldn't return. That never made sense to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the kid would like to return. I'm sure the school wants him back. Right. So who? who? I don't know. My, my
0: whole point is with that, I don't care if they take a take a shot and come back. The timing of it is what has got to be figured out recruiting classes get signed yeah. like they there is a hard number of 85 scholarships yep. that that these coaches have to adhere to I mean the SEC I don't know they, they they sure figured out ways to get around it for a while there but long story short is if if you leave if you tell your company right to, to always kind of compare this to business world hey I'm gonna look around I'm not extremely happy here I mean I'm kind of happy I'm gonna look. I'm gonna see if maybe I can do something better. You can't find it. I'd like to come back now. That's that's not how it works well, in the real it, world. But,
1: but the chances are that a program is gonna want an NFL caliber player back. I realize. Look, we we don't have a spot for you anymore. They, they should be able to say that. But I mean, let's say Alawole Batiku didn't get get yeah. his didn't sign the free agent contract with they the would Giants. take him back. Is what you're oh saying? Oh my god, Illinois would
0: be desperate to take but, him back. But but not everybody is Swole.
1: Like, there are
0: many different levels, so... I get it, but I am I guess what I'm saying is, I think it'd be okay if the school had the right to say, I'm sorry we don't have a scholarship anymore. 100%. I, you, you just took the... Like, that's the risk you take by Correct. looking out there as yep. a player. The, then the on the other side of it, the coach ho- still holds a little bit of power here. Correct. Which is, you, you. I can't guarantee a scholarship. And I don't want to hear, oh, blah, 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 didn't honor the scholarship. No, that player decided to take a shot. It didn't work out. Them's the breaks. That's how the real world works. Yep.
1: So his next point was to support the one-time transfer without penalty, which I'm trying to think of his bull shitting on that or not. Hmm. I mean, he, so the, this, this is get, all recruiting to me. We're, we're going to get to the, well, I'll get, I'll just go to the next one elimination of the 25 player cap per year in recruiting, which I know, I mean, he recruits 27 guys every year and asks a couple of blue shirt or gray shirt. And then he, you know, forces 10 guys out of the program every year to, so that he has another full class that he can bring in. So of course he wants that. So I'm. I'm but that's not. And that's not just khaki pants. I don't. I don't think it's across the board. But other coaches do that. Other coaches do it. But he does it more than than the average one. But supporting the one-time transfer, I think that kind of maybe plays into that a little bit. You know, he. Okay. Well, this guy's not working out at Michigan. He's not. He. You know, he's not. Doesn't help us. So, I'd like to force him out and let him play right away. So he's more eager to to actually leave. Okay. Because you yeah. can't really technically force them out. You give them a four-year scholarship, but you quote encourage them to leave to find a better opportunity. It it's it's khaki pants. So we know
0: when when I just heard on Twitter that there was a press release from khaki pants. You already cringe before you even click on the screen to read it. <laughs> of course. Right? So it was odd. Um, can I like real quick? We don't have to go deep in this, but. Is he getting a little more odd? Like, I felt like he was crazy odd sleeping overnight with the kicker. Oh, he was recurring. so weird. And then he kind of like de-odded. He did. Now I feel like he's he's getting back to he's his going oddities He's going back again. to weird? Yeah. No? Mm, or I, don't, I haven't noticed that. that. Okay.
1: I haven't noticed.
0: What I have noticed is his just general lack of trying to recruit the state of Ohio. And, I mean, their yeah. recruiting class is actually – it's doing pretty good. It's, they're, it's yeah. Not bad. They're
1: always going to do well. Yeah. The problem is they just don't do as well as Ohio State. Right.
0: Nobody is right yeah. now. Um, I mean, and, and that's not just in the Big Ten. <laughs> that's – Yeah. That's, that's, that's across the board right now. Yep. But it, The point I'm trying to make real quick is if you recruit an Ohio kid to, to Michigan, yep. you, you get them, they immediately – hate ohio state more than even a, a kid you recruit from florida is that fair
1: yeah i think that's fair
0: that hate and that fire is something that you need inside a football program to hate ohio state and it is my personal opinion that michigan players okay, and coaches see, don't hate ohio state as much mm-hmm. as they should right now.
1: see i like that i think that's a good point i, mean, I think, I think you're a making thing. a very good
0: point i think right it's there. A thing so yeah that's why i would recruit i mean ohio back kids. in the day
1: they They
0: relied heavily on the state of Ohio. For sure. There's a ton of talent in the state. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I remember the first time I went to Ohio, it was actually... Well, I mean, technically, the first time I went to Ohio was when I went to play in Ohio in the horseshoe. Yeah, But the first time I traveled through Ohio, I just remember you never really got out of the city area. The whole state of Ohio is Hmm. a a pretty big city. ever notice
1: that? Well, I mean, you got you got Cleveland and Columbus isn't far away and those are both huge. So yeah, Cincinnati. I mean, it's just all, I mean, it's just a ton of a lot of city there. I mean, it's, it's highly popular state and that's what I'm saying. There's yeah. a ton of talent there. So, all righty. Should we move on? We, we can move on. Yeah. Let's move on to, okay. to the big COVID winners and losers.
0: Yeah. I'm sure this has probably been done. Another podcast where we're maybe late to the game. I mean, I was thinking before we could technically talk about the NFL draft. We, yeah. That seems like a lifetime. I guess of going that's true. On. Yeah, we, we haven't
1: broadcasted. We, have we? we,
0: I know it's kind of sad, but we'll we'll stick to this now. Um, quick little uh, little sidebar. Um, we'll see how this goes. We'll see what you think here. I've got a conspiracy theory. Okay, um, I love
1: conspiracy theories.
0: This one is, uh, and when direct, I say that, I mean I don't really love that. No, I ahead. don't. I don't. I I typically am not a tinfoil hat yeah. type of guy, but um, is it fair to say? that it seems like a lot of people in the media maybe aren't outwardly rooting against there being a college football season, NFL season, but they sure are pessimistic about it.
1: I uh, pessimism has never done better than in these last couple, couple months. I mean, so this is no different. Yeah. I, I I'm, I'm buying pessimism right now. It's big.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. It's, you're buying it high. Um, here's my thoughts now. Behind the scenes, this is my personal opinion. They know they're having a season. Because they they know that if there isn't a season, they're all screwed. Like like money talks, shit walks. It's happening right now. Yeah, Yeah. And, And this is how it goes. So I believe even when these media types are talking to athletic department heads, coaches, whatever. Somebody that's like quote unquote inside. Because those inside people tied to the programs know that that media person they're talking to is a part of the media and pessimistic, I think they're telling, I don't think they're giving them the straight
1: info. No, because I think behind the scenes, all these athletic directors are just saying, how are we going to have the season? It's not Correct. a matter of if. But or, you know what? I mean? If they tell, if they say
0: that to a media type, they're going to be. You know, yeah, hu- get, they're gonna be hung out to effigy. They'll get it,
1: dragged over the coals by the right social media. Absolutely.
0: So they're they're telling the media people what they want to hear. Yes. And then they f- get SM, right? Out the door. Yep. Shut it, like, okay. Now we can
1: have a big boy conversation correct. since he's gone. What do you think? Yeah, I
0: I'm right but absolutely. Um tip of the hat though to Joel Clatt, Fox Sports. Love Joel Clatt. He's he he knows what he's talking about.
1: I like the guy more and more all the time
0: always did already did yeah I always, I've liked him for yeah. a while um it's just good listening listen to a voice that, yeah. that can a voice actually of reason all right so what we're going to do here is we are going to go through our five data points that we think will um line up to what would be the biggest winners or losers things for the obvious change in what would typically be a normal schedule correct Yep. okay so i don't know if these are necessarily in any kind of order but yeah. first one up is culture so do you have your culture in place already as a football program
1: yep very important which is a thing that you know it's not just something that people talk about no like it's, it's a, a thing. real thing you have to do it's a thing in a college football program is an established culture so yes if it's already there that you're gonna be so I would say the losers in that are two are two
0: different types. Coaches that have actually already been there, but the culture isn't good. It it has not been culture rich sure. thus far. And then of course brand new coaches yeah. that have not had a chance to even hardly remotely get the culture going. Yep. So that's obviously, you know, we're kind of doing two sides of the coin, I think, for the most part here. Uh the next thing to me is that is huge is a returning quarterback. Yeah, I agree. I believe the quarterback is typically considered the most important part of a football program. Indeed. So that that's a big deal right there is, is I mean, overall, and you know this, we can tie this right into the next one. My next thing would be talent, <laughs> what talent you have on the roster. Cause the point I'm trying to make is you would probably take a extremely talented quarterback, with no returning experience over a returning experience quarterback that isn't that good. I don't think yeah. the the breakup in in schedule would change that much. But with that being said, if you just got a ton of talent because actually this folds right into the next one, if it's you're more of a developmental program. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I think this is more detrimental to development. It is programs. for sure. So that's the two sides of the coin right there is the talent to developmental. If you ran a you know four three nine forty and you're six one one 192 pounds and you got great you know lateral quickness as well, you're gonna have that once you get back onto campus just like you did yeah. before. But the programs that rely more on mental and physical development, yeah. I, there's just no way you can do that no. if you if you can't get in front of your players.
1: I can't imagine these players coming back after a few months not having been in the the lifting program. And just being back the first day.
0: I mean, you've, I've obviously mostly concentrated on Iowa because I I gotta be honest, I'm I'm probably not going to seek out too many podcasts of other teams, like listening to their coaching staff, break down how they're trying to go about it. Everybody knows these coaches are doing, you know, zoom meetings up the yin yang to try to stay in front of their kids. I've seen things down to position or uh, strength and conditioning coaches, like literally saying, what do you got in your garage? and putting together, like sure. whatever they can put together. Right. My guess is some of these kids are
1: sneaking into their high schools and stuff like that. And they're getting lifting sessions. That's probably in. true. But then there's not, you don't have someone motivating you every day. I think it's that's a huge, big, thing. big difference. I mean, so th- and then that swings all the way back to culture.
0: Yes. And if you got older players and stuff like that, because one would think a more established strength and conditioning, just culture in general they've got things up and going they've got the you know the sure. taste of blood in their mouth in this case in a positive light like it it would help them in their off season without somebody screaming sure. at them yeah um and then the last thing is just did wh- how much spring practices did you get in that's that's a big deal there's there's a a big variance just among the Big Ten teams, oh yeah, on how many on how many practices people we'll got get to in. a little bit of it, yeah. Okay, so that's a huge
1: deal. Okay, so we got we got essentially culture, which coaching goes into play, quarterback, uh, the talent versus development. What's the fourth one? Uh, actually, we skipped over it. Just kind
0: of returning starters, just like age of the team, experience. Yep, age, just, just experience. general age and experience of the team. Okay. Yep. yep. And then and then how many practices each team got in or didn't get yep. in. Yep. Those are all factors, right? I think that, yeah, I think we're good. Okay, we so now we're going to go to the very scientific way of randomly picking out these teams of taking. A, I cut up all 14 teams, piece of paper, put them in. First one up, look at that. Look at
1: that. Oh, first one alphabetically as well. Illinois fighting a line A. Top of my list here. So we got a veteran QB, right? That helps. You've got a really a veteran roster overall, a little bit of youth on the defensive side, but boy so much experience offensively. I mean, it's, it's essentially the same offense. You remove a couple running backs, you add in Luke Ford. Everybody and it is, is there.
0: And it is my thought process that if you had to err on one side of the other, on what you would want more experience to be on, I would want it on the offensive yes. side. That is much more of a timing. Uh, yeah. Getting to know your players, Certainly throughout the year, but even throughout uh, spring and fall camp where you say, you know what, we thought player a would do well in this role, but turns out he does better. If you've already figured out some of that stuff because you're a more seasoned offensive football team, I think that helps you out. Yep. So I think overall, should we just kind of give a plus a or minus plus so just, or minus? Yeah.
1: I would say Illinois is on the, the plus. I'm going plus and I'm going to do one. I'm throwing one more out okay. there for you. Let's be honest. It just hasn't gone well in the last 25 years. So I think what you want more than anything is just chaos. <laughs> you know? <It's> just it. <laughs> it, it can't right. hurt. You. Like, at the worst, you drop from the 13th best uh, program in the Big Ten to the 14th. Well, okay. We, we, that we, is. I know you're being facetious, but to be honest, that's actually a really good I point. Know. Like, yeah. Oh, damn. It, we, we asked for chaos. We got it. Now we're the worst Big Ten team instead of the second to worst. Yeah. Let's just have chaos. Let's roll the dice and see what happens.
0: That's a really good point. Yeah. I like that. All right. Next team up, the Purdue Boilermakers. Well, I would say the culture is in place. Browns. Yeah, but you
1: got a new defensive scheme, which yeah, I, yeah. not a huge deal. Like you said, not as big of a deal as offense. Yeah. I don't know how – I'm not sure if Purdue is a developmental program or a talent program, to be honest yeah, with you. I don't know either yet, but I think the one thing you do have the advantage is is Jeff Brom's offensive mind. I mean, he's he's always going to do well, you know? Okay. You have that that much confidence in the, in the Brom brand. Yeah, I mean, he just – I mean, look at how – they were still able to throw the ball with, what, a fourth string yeah. quarterback, a terrible offensive line, and they could still throw the ball. Last I mean, time. I think I think
0: you were a part of a, of a messaging back and forth on Twitter when we were breaking down Purdue a little bit. And essentially, or maybe that was actually on the podcast. I think the, that was
1: we were talking about the just on, the, yep, on, the on the podcast yeah, yeah. On,
0: the, on the Nebraska podcast. Um, we have that much confidence in brome with a second third string quarterback. Yeah. So to basically that same thought process carries over to COVID or non-COVID, he probably will just get a guy up and running quickly yeah. to play the, to play. Now, the negative as you already touched on, I didn't have any confidence <laughs> in Bobby D. No. Before all this went down, he doesn't for, you know, from what I've gathered, this this is not an easy to pick up defense that he tries to run. Okay. In fact, I think one of the detriments
1: to what he does is Absolutely. that it's overcomplicated. Yeah. yeah. And now you now you took spring and practicing away from that. So could it be just like a not a thumbs up, not a thumbs down, a sideways thumb? There's some plus some, some minus there. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah I'll, I'll
0: do sideways. I'm gonna thumb. do a sideways thumb. Let's try to keep those to a minimum. Yeah. But that is a sideways thumb. I just
1: I'm not getting a great feel one way or the other. Like it. I just don't know how much it changes. Yeah. Like, it's kind
0: of the same Purdue. It's a wash. Regardless, it is a wash. Okay. Next up, the Rutgers Starlet Knights. Yikes. This is a
1: immediate. It's one of these cases where the rich get richer and the poor get poor. Like, this This could could not have come at a worse time for Rutgers. Could not have come at a worse time. Uh, Definitely a thumbs down. I mean,
0: returning quarterback. Vedrol is probably their most veteran quarterback.
1: You'd have to think he's he's the favorite to start.
0: And Vedrol's fine. I just don't think he's that great. No, he's not going. Go he's got to go into a completely different. Like yeah. it's not just a new system. It's new everything, dude. He's he's moving from Nebraska. To Jersey, I, I there's hardly a bigger contrast in geographical yeah. areas of the United States between those two areas, right there. And then new coach, new players, new everything, yep, and expected essentially to be the starting quarterback. I mean, I guarantee that's what most people sure think. Um, returning talent, it's down the culture. You know, Shiano knows the culture that he wants, yeah, but you need time with the dudes oh, to boy. get the culture. Oh man, Feel like he, they're literally 0 for 5.
1: Do do you not think? Uh, so, so as nuclei, far as culture, did they get any spring practices in? You would know that better. I don't than know that. Yeah. I don't think so though. Probably not. No. Um, yeah, they don't but, have much. pretty much o for five here. <laughs> Yikes! Sorry, Rutgers. And
0: that's why, as much as you know, the excitement level has been brought up a lot in Piscataway. Yep. This this should this should tamper back down a little bit. Yep. Okay. So we're definitely a
1: negative here. Definitely a negative. Sorry, Rutgers.
0: <laughs> All right. Next up. The Minnesota Golden Gophers. Okay, um, I'm going to
1: start. They went eight practices deep into spring. That is huge. That's a lot of practice. That's almost half. So there's a check spring mark. Spring. The culture's in place. Culture's in place, check. Returning quarterback, check. Check, check, check. Bunch of checks well, there.
0: I mean, the only thing that is negative against Minnesota, they do have a lot of new, fresh faces on defense. Yeah. So the, the returning starters... Isn't fantastic, but what did we just talk about? I don't about? know
1: how fresh they are. It's they've been in the program. That's They're true. not fresh men. That's true. And sophomores. No. They're they I don't think it's a super young defense.
0: I'm don't, I mean the only negative with Minnesota is that you know, once you leave once you lose Antoine Winfield Jr. And this is sure. not just directed at Minnesota, everybody's lost talent here. You are looking for the leader to step up on that side of the ball. They've lost their well, Kamal Martin, they Kamal lost Martin their and Carter, and Carter Coughlin. Coughlin. Like, so like
1: uh, every, the leader on all three levels.
0: Are gone. So you—that that is the negative against Minnesota. You want those guys. That's when it comes out. It organically comes out in the spring and fall. Right. Now they've had any practices, so maybe that started to happen. I'm
1: curious if the NCAA is going to do anything about that. Like, are they going to give?
0: Thanks for bringing that up. I would have skipped it. Like, will they
1: let the other teams even it out a little bit? I'm curious. They should. They should. But I mean, that's a that is a big advantage. But we have no idea the timing of this thing. It might just might not be possible. I mean, the fact of the
0: matter is. I uh, just recently, because I uh, had the chance to hang out with other adults and have beverages, uh, we played bags. Oh, nice. I hadn't played bags in a long time. And I was playing on the guy's home court, his bags, his. Yeah, I that's mean, tough, man. Oh, Dude, I, I was starting to catch up. Yeah. This is what
1: I'm talking about right here. You, you, if you yeah. get eight practices with that, that's a, that's a big advantage right there. Well, but here's. And, and so let's say the NCAA does even it out. And so, let's say Illinois, for instance, didn't have any spring practices. Okay, Illinois, you get eight more fall practices. Well, those are going to be more valuable than what Minnesota did back in the spring. So, maybe they prorate them a little bit. That's interesting. Boy, something's going to happen. Open a whole can of worms there.
0: But long story short, my gosh, returning quarterback Tanner Morgan, we just talked about how you would rather have more of your returning starters on offense. Their entire offense, essentially, is back. I mean, they obviously lost Tyler Johns, which is a big loss, don't get me wrong. But Minnesota... Yes. Very firmly in, the, Definitely in the plus making making out on Way this. To go, Gophers. Next up, the Maryland Terrapins. Mm.
1: Culture not in place. No, sir. Um, Quarterback? Not – well, I mean, uh, what's-his-name comes back. Um, blanket on his name. Um, Jackson. Yep, but – But, I mean – uh, That's kind of what we talked about before is what would you rather have back – returning starter that's not that good or right. a non-returning starter that's talented and just coaching overall. I, I think not only do the kids need to be coached, but the coaches need to, you know, they, they need all the time they can get <laughs> is Maryland, the new Rutgers
0: for how we're how we're going to talk about them on this podcast. We have, need to, we need to see something. They of, have
1: too much talent to, uh, to be compared to Rutgers. The Rutgers seems like way too yeah. much talent.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go deep in this. Don't, I'm not going to, don't, don't get scared, but through developing this podcast, we have gotten to develop relationships and we have some people that know some things about the inner workings of some of these programs. And let's just say there's not a lot of people that are super confident in the Maryland coaching staff. I haven't heard
1: things that inspire confidence in me for that staff. Correct. So
0: this is, you know, when you said the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, I don't believe this helps Maryland really in any capacity. No, I think it like, of programs where you could just see a ton of guys just literally like not come back, portal, things like that, this Maryland Maryland would be up there. Definitely. Okay. All right. So a
1: hard negative. Hard the negative Maryland there. Terrapin. I'm keeping track over
0: here. All right. So we are – this will be halfway through. All right. We have got the Iowa Hawkeyes. All righty.
1: Um, Developmental program.
0: Yeah. That's going to hurt them. So I've, I've been meaning to ask this question. Um, am I feeling sorry for myself as an Iowa, prog- Iowa fan or – I do think there's something to the fact that they are so based on developing, 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 mm-hmm. strength and conditioning, strength. Not that every team does strength and conditioning, yes. but it's tight. Ty- it seems to be intertwined more with Iowa, with perhaps some other football programs. I think this hurts them I quite do a too. bit I do because, too. like, they are so, they are so, they're scheme, they're scheme people too. Okay, you can't, you can't, you can't be in a, this level of football without scheming, but. I know for a fact that they work on fundamental football more than most programs. And you have just taken that away from, right? I think this is why Kirk Ferentz has been such a big proponent of having at least eight weeks of prep instead of four or six, even because I think he knows each week that he gives back is gets him closer to, to put it in an
1: extreme comparison, Maryland type of programs. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. So, new quarterback coaching and the scheme is all the same, though. Yep. Um, and it is the kind of program where you just kind of, you know, it doesn't even matter. You just plug and play and they keep going. So, I think that is maybe kind of an advantage, but you can't make up for, for what they're losing in just reps.
0: Yeah. So, um, I'm at, going negative for the Hawkeyes. So, straight negative. Yeah. I was teetering on. I can see some, see some in the middle,
1: but. I I mean, the biggest, I I think the biggest
0: thing that people will point to is the culture. And so
1: the cultures in place, that's a good, like, those are the two
0: biggest positive and biggest negative. They can't develop fundamentals, that type of stuff like they typically do. On the other side of it is the culture. Like, those are the two positive and negative. But the one that probably sways me back is... They, they Just like Minnesota that we talked about, right? There's a big leader that has been lost off all three levels. Yes. Obviously, Epinesa on the D-line, yep. middle linebacker, and I think kind of the alpha male that was in the secondary last sure. year. All three of those guys are, are gone. So those guys have not had the chance to organically come out. That yep. hurts. Now there is a lot of production back. On offense. It's basically everybody but a tackle and the quarterback. It's just that that quarterback was a three year starter. This is a big void. Iowa fans are very confident in Petrus, but we just we We haven't seen it yet. Yeah, we don't know. So, you know what? I think it's a negative, too. I think so. All right. I think that'll surprise people, that one. And I'm actually kind of surprised by you. I thought you were going to go a different way. Hmm. All right. Next up, we have got the Michigan Wolverines.
1: Hmm same culture, same staff, new quarterback, lost 14, was it over 14 players in the NFL, right? Huge amount of players. I mean, like there are this is one of the lowest returning
0: experienced teams yeah. in the whole country. And you and now it's you you have to assume, right? I mean, this is you have to say this, right? It's a talented roster.
1: Very talented roster. So you but, do agree with that it is. No, it's it's okay. a talented roster. Okay. I mean, look, they've been recruiting very well. Okay. Um, I, I'm not trying to say they—they just—they're not recruiting like Ohio State, like I said earlier. Nobody is, but it's—it's. It, it's, I think it's two things. They're quite a ways away from. I, d- Ohio I don't State. think they're recruiting like Ohio they're State. They're not developing. Okay.
0: I mean that's fair to say. Yeah. I, it, it schemes whatever it, it might be recruiting two-year scheme. I don't know, but it's been off. I think this is a big negative for Michigan. Okay. Just because. Big one. It, and I'm still. I'm still not convinced exactly if they know what their identity is on offense. They don't. And now you marry that with whoever the quarterback is going to be. I think it'll be Milton. You think it'll be Milton? I do. But See, I think it'll probably be McCaffrey. Could be. Could be. Uh, But either way, any experience there? Barely. No. Just a little bit with McCaffrey, right? So, so a definite negative is just you know the the quarterback
1: situation, but yeah, I think I think I'm going negative. I think I'm with you there with the negative. So, uh, keeping track, we've got four negatives, two positives, and a wash. Is that what correct. you got? Yeah, correct. Are we negative ourselves? We might we be too negative <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right. Next up, the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Okay, so returning you, quarterback. You got, a good got returning that. quarterback. You got a lot returning. Same schemes. Lot returning. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, what are they? Who who is their? Who are their big players? They lose. Well, well I don't defensive think. defensive line a little bit. They've they pretty much lost a yeah, gigantic okay, chunk right, of their. Jackson. I mean, as
0: far as their defense, their secondary is 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 very good. So that that they got returning, but typically speaking on a defense, you want the you want to lead from the front yeah. and work yourself back. So that's a challenge. Like, I didn't see I a, I a. I didn't see a ton of development throughout the 2019 season with regards to their linebackers. Mm -mm. So you would think practicing, obviously, to get more used to the 3-4 scheme, that that didn't – they got some practices in, correct? I don't know. Yeah, they did. Okay. Um, On the offensive side of the ball, obviously, Adrian Martinez comes back. The offensive line pretty much is intact, right? Is intact. But then you start moving – you start, yeah, so they got a uh, they got Diedrich Mills and Wandale. Those is are Spielman coming back. We still don't know. Make a call. What do you think? I th- I think he will. Really? Yeah. I do not. Okay, you want to put a want to put a sure uh, bottle of booze on that? Yeah. Okay, let's put
1: it. What did you know something I don't? No, I don't. Uh, Clyde Mays. You had that bourbon yet? I've never had Clyde. I don't think it's fantastic. How much but- is a bottle? That you can afford it. All it's right, not that all expensive.
0: Right. Do you think I'm buy it? If it's two hundred dollars a well, bottle. I never
1: even understand why you would spend a lot of money on a bourbon. I mean, there's some it's, bad bourbons. It's but it's supposed to be a raw spirit. Yeah, it's not supposed to be some refined, heavily refined. Spirit. I don't like Maker's Mark. I'll tell you that much. No, I don't really. But like But one of my favorites is Buffalo Trace, and it's pretty inexpensive. But well, you know me, I'm a bullet guy. Yeah, and I'm not Dirt a big, cheap.
0: I'm, uh, I don't like bullet. I swear to God. I, I like it. I it's like not, it. it's not because it's inexpensive. I just, yeah. so you want, you want bullet if you win?
1: Yeah, I just, I, I'm not fancy. Just give me a bullet. Okay. Well, and especially I'll, with your beer drinking lately. It, no. Just, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of bullet, <laughs> fucking, maybe you just
0: like bullet because your bullet was, bourbon, silver so bullet. No, I was drinking some silver bullet. Yeah. It's just crazy. I know. Just, just anyways. Okay. So I don't think, I don't think he is coming back. Um, on the outside, we got Wandale back.
1: They got Wandale back. But they, yeah, they do have a lot of young wide receivers. Yeah, just like young skill position players. Mm. Boy, that could be a negative. But I. But then where else are we getting too negative here? It can't be negative for everybody. Somebody's going to win here. Well, we got some winners. I we mean, got... I think I would go maybe a slight win just because same coaches, same QB. I'm but going, is the I culture?
0: I'm, but do you feel like the culture? is No, in place? not
1: really. And, and I, I the think I'm over to the sp- overall
0: sp- returning starters is. Just okay. Yeah. I don't think it's great. It's it's the secondary O line quarterback. Well, yeah. I mean they got two running backs. I, I'm going going right positive, I think. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. N- not you a know, huge I'm... positive, but a small positive for Nebraska. Small positive yep. for
0: Nebraska. Okay. All right. Next up, we have got the Ohio State Buckeyes. Positive. They're gonna be fine. <laughs> Moving on? Like- so I knew we were going to, I knew we were going to do that as soon as we saw Ohio State. We have to talk about it a little bit, right? We can't. We we talk about all five well, okay. teams. Okay, I this mean podcast. the whole offensive line. But how funny it. is it that we're the weirdest podcast in the world where we would talk the least on yes. Ohio State, right? This, but they they've got so much freaking talent. I mean,
1: you can really just stop at Justin Fields, can't you? Pretty much, culture in place. Check. Boom. Returning starters. Like, did they lose offensive some line. studs? They lost one offensive lineman. Everybody else is back. Sure, they lost a lot of talent at the wide receiver. If you've been following anything in recruiting, you know that their wide receiver position is. It could it fine. could
0: theoretically be better next year. Their it, wide receivers. I think, yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um, running backs gonna be fine. They're not gonna have. They're gonna K. take some back at running back, but that was gonna be the case regardless, right. and they'll be they'll be okay. Like, they've got they they got all the check marks. That are in much. favor. I mean, they, they
1: did lose a lot of talent to the NFL. We, we but Where they but had again. Like 10 but or but that of... is
0: not. That's not germane to this year. That happens to them every, every year. year. And they and and right. they, and this isn't just a because if I'm an Ohio State fan, listen to this. I'm probably taking a slight as oh you don't think we develop D- they Ohio State develops. I think their development
1: is excellent. Correct. I, I think there's really something to be said about their development. I just think it'll be. I think it's easier to develop. Good talent. Well, th- sure. There's no right. doubt. But like, it's like they never miss on like a quarterback, for instance. No. You know? No. Like you have programs all over the, the country missing on four and five star players at quarterback. They don't miss. They really don't. It's yeah. it's unbelievable. Yep. I mean, even the, the ones they miss on are hits like Joe Burrow. <laughs> Somewhere else. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. That's nah, good. They're, they're very good at what yes. they do.
0: Okay. Next up, the Wisconsin Badgers. They'll so. be fine. Yeah, you know, returning starter, quarterback. Quarter quarterback, Now, the yeah. funny thing is it, it still could be a quarterback. Contest, could be but a the fact one. of the matter yeah. is there's tons of snaps coming back. I mean, and you, you lose JT. But Now, here's the deal. Is it fair to say both Iowa and Wisconsin are developmental programs? Yes. But there's differences, don't we think? Like, their offensive line is just going to be their offensive line. They're going
1: to plug in five homegrown Wisconsin farm boys, and they're going to be awesome on the offensive line. So, and, and they're going to be awesome at running back.
0: I mean, they're, I mean, they're going to take a step back at running back. They will. Nikki Watson they're gonna be fine. and crew is going to be good. They're, but I think the thing is, is like long what they're going to get hurt by the, the most is the quarterback, whoever that is. I mean, who, it, it doesn't matter much, I think, but getting on page with some new pass catchers. So they're the, gonna that's going to that. be the best thing. The, that's the negative. Yep. That's the negative. Then you go on the other side of the ball. They, they get all but two starters back on the defense. I mean it's it, so it's a it's a big plus. For I Wisconsin. mean they've been running the same system. And there's for there's years. a compliment in here for Wisconsin, right? They've got things so set up with their football program that they're they're in a place
1: and, for this. And by the way, at running back, I'm just going to say right now, Jalen Berger is going to be the starter. You think one. so? Yep. And you he's going to be he's going to be, be the Jonathan next new
0: the, the next new plug-in jersey running back. Yep. Okay. All right. Next up, the Indiana Hoosiers. Okay. culture? Yes.
1: Culture, yes. Veteran quarterback, yes. Um, new offensive coordinator though. That's a thing. That's a huge We forgot one. to mention that with Minnesota too. Oh, that's true. That's
0: right. So that is one that is one big but, negative uh, for Minnesota. Okay. There's still a definite plus
1: for me. How how different I don't do know. you
0: think the offense is gonna look though? I'm, that is that is one of the biggest questions, certainly in the Big Ten West, if not the entire Big Ten, is I mean I feel
1: like that transition for Minnesota. I feel like PJ knows what he wants to do. Like he, he hires his guys and he lets them do their thing, but he says, here's what, here's what our, our, our and here's, is. And, here, here's here's our, and here's like our, like we talked about the other
0: podcast, here's our 14 plays. And we run these. Well, correct. Slant, I, I slant. don't think
1: that's going to change that much.
0: <laughs> Probably not. I don't, think, I, I don't so. think it's a good point, but still it's, it's worth watching. Okay. Yeah. We can't, we can't, uh, sorry. Skip out on fans? Indiana here. Cultures <sighs> in place. I would say
1: overall, I think a small positive here
0: for the Indiana. See, Christians. that's where I, I, Went, well, but new, eh. new offensive coordinator as well. They got a little bit of taste in them in the bowl game. Yeah. I think it's overall positive. I the, think the, so. the momentum has already been going. Um, there's going to be a lot of familiar faces on both sides of the, both sides of the bowl, but very much so with the offense. I mean, running back quarterback, primary pass catchers yep. are all back. Offensive line was young and developing as the year went up. Like they got there. So I think this is a definite positive. Okay. I like, think it's a
1: positive. I just could
0: don't... this almost be your chaos theory that would help Indiana haven't been able to get over the hump, beating the right teams. Maybe. Maybe, maybe this is what they maybe need. Maybe this is something that helps Indiana. Maybe this is the nuts. So you're, you're definitely a plus as well.
1: I'm going to post. Okay.
0: All right. Next up, the Michigan State Spartans. I'm just gonna Ooh. go ahead and write that down as negative. That's right negative. now. Negative. Um, nothing Post against. Writer. Have you? Negative. Can I ask you this? Have you yeah. come around to Mel Tucker a little bit?
1: Yeah, a little yeah. bit. He's yeah. impressing me. I like what he's doing so far. Some, some. Not that he's getting great recruits, but some momentum going on the recruiting side of things. Mel Tucker's Overall, got. No, Mel
0: Tucker's me. got two good things going for me. Number one, I don't know, just the look and the, like how. I, seems like a good, good guy. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Okay, and the other side of it, he's not Mark Dantonio.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> so that's a positive. For that's him. a positive as well. But you're talking about new quarterback, new yeah. schemes. Yeah, I mean, there's really very. If it yeah, wasn't, if it yet. wasn't
0: for Rutgers, this would be the tightest spot to yes. put a coach in in the entire Big Ten. I agree. 10. So,
1: definite negative there. Sorry, Sparty.
0: And 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 this does not mean that Michigan State. Is getting sent to the wasteland to never come back. Yeah. Like I have faith. They're not going to finish dead last in the East. No, um, but it is hard. Like yeah, precursor here, we have, but th- their over under is very high. I think it's five and a half or six or something. Mm, like, and, really, and this feels like an under for me that because like of all the things. Me. Yeah, it was always going to be tough already.
1: It, they don't have a very good roster right now. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. It's not impressive. I
0: mean, to me, this is like you square up two guys to fight and you grab the one guy and you're like, listen, you're gonna have to fight with your with your hand tied behind your back. Yeah. And he's like, geez, okay. All right, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna be ready to go. And now we're gonna blindfold you.
1: <laughs> kind of, yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's not fair yep, for Michigan I would say. So I think I think my general what I've gotten from Michigan State fans is they understand. They're in it for you know a couple years here, so you got to give give them a long, long runway. All right,
1: next up, Penn State and the Lions. This is a tough one. Oh, really? So new offensive coordinator. Yeah. Same quarterback. I mean, you get a lot, lot of talent back. Really? I am debating this. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think. Cultures in cultures in place. Cultures in place. It's a returning quarterbacks in place. Yeah. It's a talent, but also a developmental program. Is that fair to say? I'd go 60 40. Okay. Talent to development. So you think the talent just kind of wins out here? Dude, this is
0: this is as close to Ohio State as yeah, it can be for all is. the things we're talking
1: about. I guess the only thing I'm thinking about is the new OC. But new OC is a thing. But yeah, new I, OC, think, I think they have more thing. check marks in the good categories than the bad. So I'm going to go positive. But we we just talked about um, that the uh, uh, offense is simple, correct? Well, if it's the same offense, I wonder if he was working within this box that PJ put him in, and now he's got this entire room that's to good, work with. That's a good. That's a good thought process. But so maybe he's learning on Shiraka the job uh, too. Is
0: going to do a lot of things that he's comfortable with. So to me, it's going to look a little bit like what Minnesota does. And if there's ever a time to choose the simple path, isn't this the time? Absolutely. So, but I, I, but just, dude, the defense is. In place, respect. Like, yeah, like they're they're very similar to um, uh, Minnesota on offense in that they're only. Well, that's not right. Uh, who am I thinking about? Anyways. Forget that. But their only point I'm trying to make, their only question mark on offense is developing pass catchers. Wisconsin. That's what I was trying to
1: compare them to. So they do need to work on the pass catchers at Penn State. There's that's doubt no They got right? so much talent out there. And KJ it's Handler's
0: t- gone. Pat Fryer move. Definitely a great option. But on the outside, it's time step for up. someone
1: to step up. I mean, the talent's there. And and like, I
0: will say another thing that they got to get past is along with a new OC, they got a new old line coach. As well. Okay. That's a, 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 a feeling about developmental.
1: How good does Sean Clifford throw that slant? I think he'll be fine. Okay. And again, they can lead toward oh, lean oh. lean on that defense. Hopefully he's in his garage practicing the, the footwork on that one right now. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yep. Okay. You've been doing a lot, buddy.
0: All right. And last but not least, well, <laughs> for the most part, the Northwestern Wildcats.
1: I uh, think this is this is tough. Um uh, no, nah, well, I mean you you got kind of the culture but you've taken a step back. The so, culture was there. Is, is this culture still there? The culture's there, but is the confidence there?
0: It's a great question.
1: It's I don't think so. Um they and then you, they have a returning quarterback, but kind of. I mean, it, it's going to be the guys ramsey got got experience, but you got a new offensive coordinator. I'm going negative here. This yeah. is a big. Ne- they did get some practices in, and in, in and they're early. a developmental program too. Developmental I mean, this, too. This is, this is a negative. This, this is big is a negative. For me. Yeah.
0: This this is a negative. I mean, they're definitely a fundamentally I mean, rich
1: program in that capacity. The mistake by the lake doesn't help you when you can't put your players in it and let them practice.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but I would say, to a certain degree, this is a little bit conspiracy theory here. But to a certain degree, is as crazy as the off season can be to put the past 2019s like scorched earth is about as best you can do mm-hmm. to try to, you know, like I guarantee there was some form of Fitzgerald having like the schedule of 2019 that he put in front of the football team. Oh yeah. And then like lit it on fire or some threw it in the garden, like something, some kind of big deal. Does this, does this help with it because it's so off. I'm so kinda the chaos there. theory,
1: right? They're they're involved
0: with the chaos. They, I guess
1: then maybe they're at the point when chaos does help them. I'm still. It's not going to override everything that's going against them here from me. No. The for me. No. And mostly the negative is that I still don't know who Peyton's going to throw the ball to. Oh Lord. I mean, I really do not know. There's going to be. He's going to have a moment when they do start practicing where he's like, Oh Lord, what have I what? done? Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna call up Wap like t- he's gonna text
0: Wap Philly like, you up? <laughs> Hi. Hey buddy. How you
1: doing? How you doing, little buddy?
0: Hi Peyton Hendershot. how are how are you? Oh. Okay, so
1: that's pretty the, good though. When you yeah, look at what we did, so make. we
0: got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in the positive, uh-huh. which is Illinois, Nebraska, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Indiana, Penn State, Minnesota, one right in the middle with Purdue, Purdue. and then we got and then we got six negative: Rutgers, Northwestern, Maryland, Michigan, Iowa, and Michigan State.
1: And we didn't even try to make it even, but that it's I mean I think the whole goal here is there's. Did we start
0: airing positive at one point because we thought we were going we too negative? To right? Yeah, we might have subconsciously got a self, we might have done that there. But
1: all right, hopefully that was that was worthwhile. Yeah, it was for me. Oh, this has been great, man. Yeah, finally, just feels good. And to- you, did you you said you cut your hair, your own hair? I cut it myself twice. I, I think it looks great. So I buzzed it totally, like yeah. essentially down to the skin, and then and a couple weeks ago, I bought a new clipper and I did just the sides and I I blended it into the top. Let me so see, I, turn I, around. Let me see the back.
0: I didn't, I didn't How, that, how the How did you get the back
1: so good? I don't. I don't it's I don't really know. good. I know. It's. I, mean, I just f- used feel. I, I. didn't have another mirror or anything. Yeah. I was just going by feel. No. Mm-hmm. Good job, man. Thanks. I may stop going. You know, after this whole thing ends, I may just keep cutting my own hair. Yeah. See, that's the stuff that makes me
0: nervous. Um, I'm not gonna do that. I love going to uh, sport clubs. And... Well, and I do
1: like my gal that normally cuts my hair. I
0: yeah, I'll we'll be back. But yeah. um, I did my kids. Oh, nice! The toddler was I uh, was spot on. Awesome. He was easy. the The four and a half year old is. I mean, it was like trying to hold down a squealing pig. You <laughs> didn't grow up on and a farm. You used to have time. to castrate hogs. That's oh. basically the thought. That's basically how that haircut went. Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> you just looked. You... <laughs> okay. I didn't get castrated. The hogs. I, I, I got get castrated. it. I'm
1: thinking about the the poor hog.
0: <laughs> it probably wasn't a good good day. No. Yeah. But. It adds to the tastiness that winds up being. In the air. life of the hog, that's got
1: to be probably the low point, isn't it? <laughs> it probably ranks below where they get the slug to the head. To sure, because they don't yeah. even know what's coming and they don't feel it. I mean, you, sure, if you gave hey, me the how option. How many
0: podcasts do you think the term castrate ever, the, the, it, that word's ever brought up? Yeah, it's it's, it's rare.
1: It's not a lot of them. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. Okay. This is fun. It's good seeing you. It's good seeing you too, man. It's we, great uh, being back in the we're back. We, athletic club. We
0: won't obviously have as big a break as we just did again. We'll, we'll No, we've we'll,
1: already got a couple topics coming yeah. up here. So hopefully. In fact, going I'm just gonna
0: go ahead and throw out the next topic is going to be what's eating Gilbert Grape. That'll that'll be the podcast. Okay. And essentially we've pulled some of our our buddies, and it'll be what what is most annoying you right. about how either the media or the Twitter verse to a certain degree says or things that you see over and over again about your football program that drive you nuts. Yeah. I think that'll be a fun one. I think so. I hope you guys all tune into that. Yep. If you're still listening to this point, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. I am Jeffrey the Greek and I'm big Kirk. This is the eyes on big podcast. Thanks for listening.